please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I am here with my monorail family in the room. Let us start by introducing... I'm running away. Running away. Where are you running to? I'm the forest. Oh, finally. Yeah. One less mouth to feed. I, I want to live in the forest with the other forest people and it'll be fun for me. You'll blend in. The other oh, forest people? What? Yeah, it'll be good for me. We gotta I think su- it will. Support me. I oh, support please. you. I, I, Garrett, would you like to go with her? People. No. You want to live with me? <laughs> Bye. I'm still confused about the forest people. You'll meet them. I don't want Can't to. wait for that. And who are you, by the way? I don't know. You are Chicken Nugget, the one and only Garrett Monoreal. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Skelegummy, unless you want me to call you that, or just Garrett Monoreal? I, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> and lastly in the room, we have... Samantha Monoreal. Samantha Monoreal. Uh, you requested I call you Sam today? Yeah, Sam. Well, that's usually what people I, call I, me. I'll try to remember. Okay. I will try my best. I know. It's hard. And finally, joining us virtually via the Monday Morning Monorail Hotline, we have one, Landon, the Dawes Doan. Landon, welcome back to the Monorail. Hi, everybody. Coming to you from the Isolation Station of Love. It's me, Landon. How's everybody doing today? Good. Good. I'm fired up. You know why I'm excited. This is an exciting day. Yeah. yeah, because Tennessee football is one and zero. Yeah, we got to <laughs> celebrate. Did we win? Is that it? Let's, no. let's celebrate being undefeated while we can because it might not last. <laughs> oh my very gosh! Long. No, we won. We did. Yeah, it's uh-huh. true. Yeah, they they found a way to not lose. So but listen, job, sports guys. can be divisive, so I don't like to de- delve too much into that. Oh, and we already are making enemies, so let's let's be careful. Okay. Some man at Target <laughs> made fun of me for being a Volunteers fan once, so I understand where you're coming from. Well, what will the what will the tree people think or the woods people? I don't. They know. don't care about sports. They don't care. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm excited. Today is going to be a very fun episode because today is our Monday morning monorail discussion panel episode, and we've got a bunch of friends who are getting ready to join us. By the way, if you're following along, this is episode 127 of the Monday morning monorail podcast. Sounds right. I yeah. think that's yeah, true. It is. Yeah. You stay with confidence. <laughs> and it is the last Monday in September, my friends. I feel like I should uh, give a warning that today I've had a lot of caffeine. It hasn't worn off yet? Oh, no. I feel like my heart's I racing. convinced her to get Starbucks with me. Why did you do that? <laughs> because I didn't want to be drinking Starbucks by myself. She she was already, like, tweaking out. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Oh, boy. Well, we're in for it. You're never drinking by yourself. Jesus is there, and Jesus loves his mocha choke whatever crappuccino. Crappuccino. Anyway. I didn't have a crappuccino. <laughs> Caramel ribbon crunch. Great. Well, that's, that's exciting. Sure. So <laughs> at least you're going to bring the energy, because Garrett usually doesn't. <laughs> wow. Snap. <laughs> Slamming on chicken nugget. That's not cool. Yeah, well, facts are facts. <laughs> but yeah, I can't deny that one. Let us delay no further bringing in our guest of honor. You already brought me in. What are you talking about? We have more guests of honor. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these people are more generous than you because the reason they're here <laughs> is because they were willing to help us in our fundraising efforts when we did the Broadway Cares Virtual 5K it was a bit of a competition between us and several other teams, but we were all donating to the Parks and Monorail's Most Magical Run team. Um, and in order to raise that money, I decided to throw out some incentives to kind of entice some folks to maybe toss a few dollars our way because I think it was like two weeks into the competition before we raised any money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other than what I threw in. So I was a little concerned that we were going to get crunched. And while... The last time we did a fundraiser head-to-head with the Dillos, it got a little bit chippy. I didn't want this to go that way, but I still am very competitive. 
And I cannot just lay down and not try to win. That's not going to happen. Ask the kids. I've never let them win at anything. You call me a cheater when I win. It's true. You had to have. (laughs) Such a good dad. Yeah. I mean, you you can't beat me in a fair fight. We can't play Monopoly in the house anymore. (laughs) That's more your mom's fault. That is your fault. (laughs) That's just across the board. Monopoly has broken up so many families. It does. Death, Monopoly, uh, and uh, cheating on their spouse in that order. <laughs> Monopoly is one of the only games that I'm good at, though. Like, I'm good so at good at Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah. It's because you cheat. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, these folks that we have here today, they answered the call when I said, Hey, listen, if you guys want to donate $20, I'll bring you on the show. You could be part of a Parks and Monorails, or actually a Monorails, excuse me, a Monday Morning Monorail Disney discussion panel. The first one to throw that money in there, and then for a while she thought she might be the only one, was our friend Steffers. Let's introduce her now. Steffers, welcome to the Monorail. Hello, it's me, friends. Yay! Funny Yay. story about Steffers. She thought it said 25 and gave five <laughs> extra dollars than what she was supposed to. <laughs> most places, most donations, most fundraisers say 25 or more, not 20. Well, listen, Steffers, we're not most places or most fundraisers. That's fair. That's 20 fair. is like a crisp bill. It is. A crisp $20 bill. <laughs> Yeah, no, but we appreciate your donation, and thank you so much for falling victim to our plan. (laughs) I'm glad I have other victims to join me. That's right, that's right. (laughs) So moving along, and I'm going to go in order of farthest distance away to closest. And so we are going to go all the way across the pond, as they say, and welcome in our good friend Lee from the UK. Lee, welcome to the program. Hey, welcome. Thanks Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited yeah, to have exciting. you. I do, I do have a, uh, a small disclaimer. Yes. I didn't actually read the full post when I uh, donated. <laughs> it's uh, I, I enter quite a lot of virtual racism ones myself for a lot of charities. I've got a number of medals hanging up on here. Yeah. And so I, 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 so I was just donating. <laughs> and then uh, when I got the email, it was a bit... Uh, it was a surprise. Nice. <laughs> well, hopefully it was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> it, was, no, it was a good surprise, yeah. It's... Uh, well, I, well, no, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that. I mean, well, thank you for your donation. I appreciate your help ra- raising the money for the this Broadway Cares Virtual 5K. But I'm also really excited that you're part of this because we are going to be representing three countries as part of this Monday morning monorail discussion panel today. Let's welcome in country number three right now. It's Jeff from Canada. Jeff, welcome to the monorail. Hey everybody! Thanks for uh, having me. And just like Lee, I uh, I just donated and had no idea that this was. Uh, <laughs> but so here we are, and uh, yeah, shouldn't take long, right? Uh, we'll Famous see. last words. Yeah, we'll see about <laughs> also, that. Also, does anybody read? Can anybody read? Come on, y'all! But thank you for your charitable uh, actions. We greatly appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you know what. Have- Landon shows up every week, and he has never paid me a dime to appear on this show. I wish so Landon who's the punk? would give me money. I'm the punk. Well, also, this punk can't read either, so boom, <laughs> in everybody's face. <laughs> no, no. Seriously, though, thank you, Jeff. We're glad you're here. We're excited to jump into these fun discussion topics with you. But before we do that, we've got one more friend to welcome onto the monorail, and that is someone who we've come to know recently as Theme Park Rob, our friend from Cincinnati who's relocated to Central Florida along with us. Theme Park Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I've uh, been looking forward to this for, what, a month now, I guess. So uh, it's it's really a pleasure to be here. Thank you. I think uh, you may have been the only one who read and understood the terms and conditions, and uh, I appreciate that about you, Rob. I, I, I breezed through it, I will admit. <laughs> there we go. All right, yeah. <laughs> but I also have my own uh, – I had set up my own account, too, so I was looking for donations, and I finagled it out of my kids. So Nice. <laughs> That's how you do it, yeah. No, we're excited to have you. We're excited to have all of you here, and this is really, I mean, aside from, you you all have, aside, Lee, you haven't showed up on the live show on Tuesday nights. I know that's pretty late for you. <laughs> Isn't it like middle of the night? <laughs> that's true. He's sleeping at yeah, that point. Uh, I generally have a uh, 6 a.m. call on a Wednesday morning, so. Yep. Yeah, he's never going to show up unless he pulls an all-nighter, but uh, but yeah. <laughs> the rest of these fine folks have made an appearance on the Tuesday night show, so we have gotten to speak to them face-to-face, but it's really good to have everybody here I know. It's together. awesome. Yeah. It's exciting. 
Representing three of the 11 World Showcase countries. And then we get to um, quiz them and act like we know everything. Yes, it's true. <laughs> so we're going to start off with some softball, just fun, you know, puff piece kind of questions and go around the room. Hold on. Um, I would like to formally apologize just in case I've said anything on the show to offend <laughs> your country <laughs> like I so often do. So I'm apologizing to you so you can accept it on behalf of your country and we don't have to hear you accept it. I already trust that you do. <laughs> yeah, we probably said some slanderous stuff about uh, definitely Canada. I feel like during our walk around the I world show. What's wrong with you? We, well, You know, let's be honest. We didn't say anything that bad. We just really... <laughs> really leaned on, you know, the whole culture of maple syrup and I maybe like we, maybe syrup. we said sorry a couple times and we're sorry for that. Yeah, we're definitely sorry about that. I, I do recall uh, the UK featuring quite low on everyone's uh hey, it's, it's number 1 on except my. me. <laughs> oh yeah, and Garrett, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Gabbis was uh it was equal top and equal bottom, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all number 1. <laughs> It was the best and the worst. I'll have you know, UK is ranked number two on the land and big board. So I got your back, Lee. Is UK my last one? I know I, I go in is. pretty hard on France. Yeah, that's the country you really need to apologize to. I'm by never the way. apologizing to France. I want them to ban no. me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's not <laughs> work on that today. Time. Okay. All right. Just, uh, over the last few months, we've seen a lot more uh, out of state license plates uh, than we're used to around here. And I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that, and and I may or may not be looking into the same process. Let so, me get another neighbor, Jeffy. <laughs> and Jeff, I want to give you a shout out because I know you're drinking a special drink tonight. So in your hand, I just saw it. He made a homemade Tipsy Ducks in Love. Ooh, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it's all gone now, but uh, oh. it's very good. So now I'm going to have to switch to my water. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at that! Look at that! What a flex. So, for those who aren't joining us here in the virtual room, Jeff has got a Morning Monorail Fam mug in the blue. It looks very it good. It looks really good. Can yeah. you switch the color? Yeah. I think you can. Oh. Maybe not. Maybe not on the mug. I don't know. They they might be set. I know it gives like a suggested color on the on the like mugs, and if you wanted to get like a, you can get like a tote. Yeah. It is interesting to know that Jeff likes clabbered milk as well. Clabbered you just wanted milk. to say clabbered milk. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Tipsy Ducks in Love, the milk clabbers. It's gross. It is, uh, I, I didn't have one in the parks, but I've heard Justin talk about it so much that uh, I wanted the recipe. It's super simple. And mm -hmm. uh, it's quite delicious. So Yeah, and all you have to do... Good. All you have to do to make it true to how they do it in the parks is just uh, take whatever the recommended uh, portion of bourbon is and just uh, keep on pouring. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy-handed pours, they like. <laughs> it's true. All right. So as part of the introductions, I know I put name on there. We've already got your names, but let's, do, let's just jump ahead a little bit. So here's what I want to do. Let's talk about Disney origin stories. This is something that I always feel like is kind of interesting as we get to know folks that are involved in the, the Disney, whether it be social media of any kind community and people that we come to know. You tend to be fans of the Disney parks. And I just like to hear a little bit about like, where did that fandom come from? So Steffers, we're starting with you and don't make these faces that you're making. We're not talking about Universal right now. Talk, talk well, about, talk about okay. Disney. Keep it to Disney. All right. I'll, I'll skip Universal. It's fine. Um, but typically, my my origin story is when we would do longer vacations with my dad to Universal, he would also make it like a four-day vacation and go to Disney. Mm. So he would push us. The only memory I have, my first memory, is him pushing me and my brother in one of those like two two-seater strollers mm -hmm. and parking in it at some ride and then leaving me alone. <laughs> and that's the, the last time she ever saw her dad no. <laughs> well then we went on the people mover and then he made it up to me and it was fine it's fine but we won't talk about how he wears the wrong merch to the parks it's it's fine oh yeah that is a big no-no if you're spending money on expensive merch i say wear it wherever you want to get out if they're wearing those, uh, I, the I robes agree with that. from freaking Hogwarts, uh -huh. oh well. No, you don't know. Oh well. Nothing those makes me more mad than when you're wearing a Mickey Mouse and the ears to Universal. You shouldn't do the same. It's just not I agree. appropriate. I agree with Steffers on this. Keep it separated. 
I'm gonna do it next time we don't go to you Universal. do it, and I will send you all the ET merch. <laughs> 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 no, it's funny. I'm I'm glad that uh, your dad abandoning you at whatever ride it was didn't actually make you have some sort of like PTSD and want to avoid Disney. So that's nice. No, because then we watched all the movies at home, and then it's like, how can you be mad? Right. Really, it's fine. True. You, you got, got me abandoned in the most magical place on earth. Yes. So when was your last trip to Disney, Steffers? Uh, Labor Day weekend last year. We were supposed to go. Uh, so before quarantine, we were supposed to go this year and now we're going in December. But my last trip, Labor Day, hmm. August for everyone who doesn't celebrate Labor Day 2019. And I guess the question is, was that a universal trip and you tacked on Disney? No, it was a strictly <laughs> Disney trip because my best friend is only a Disney annual pass holder. Hey, I like your best friend. Can we have them on the show? Um, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. You're stuck. <laughs> All right, jumping to Lee. Let's talk about your Disney origin story. Well, I was uh, very anti-Disney. Long story short, I'd had had a promotion at work, just earning more more dollars. I went to the uh, local travel agents to to look at. So I said to, to my uh, my better half, pick her idle trip. Mm-hmm. We we're two weeks away. We'll splash the cash this this year. So she said, "Yep, Disney." But there are no questions, nothing. <laughs> I, I had my heart set on. I was, was going to New York, then driving driving from New York to Boston, then then New England in, in the fall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was happy with that as well. So she was win-win. So Nice. So it was there. So we went there, and I gave it every chance. So I repriced up the Disney holiday, got, got, the, got the, the costing, uh, all, all in. Uh, dining plan, staying on Disney, upgrade, flights, everything. Then... Uh, we started talking about my trip and the travel agent was trying to sell me everything that I didn't want. It's telling me they could get me a brand new Range Rover. I'm saying, no, I want to go to America. I can drive a Range Rover here in the UK. I want, I want, I want a big Chevrolet Suburban. So, so something I can't park in the UK. <laughs> so, so something I can't afford the gas for. Yeah. And so I, I booked Disney to spite him. Okay. So... My, my, my partner, she was a bit upset that uh, I wasn't, we weren't getting a dream holiday, so her parents came along. So when we were booking the seats, they were on, a, on, a, on their own row, three of them to themselves. I sat on my, by myself, headphones in, the whole <laughs> eight, eight and a half. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was excited because I'd, uh, I'd booked my, I went to one of those, those FBI uh, wagons, the the big uh, Chevrolet Suburbans yeah. that in yeah. black. Oh yeah, <laughs> Seeker Service uh, van. So I had that just just for just for the two of us, just uh, <laughs> t- t- an eight seater, two with two suitcases <laughs> rolling around the back. Hey, that's the American experience, Lee. You're doing it, it truly right. Truly is excess, y'all. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I wanted, and I booked myself a couple of rounds on uh, one of the Disney courses, uh, the Magnolia, because mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen Tiger Woods one there a couple of times, mm-hmm. and, and that was my holiday. I was just going to. Send off to the parks in the morning with the parents, and then, and then, uh, about twelve minutes into the first day at Animal Kingdom, I was hooked. Yes, yay! Mm. I think we 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 walked in. We, uh, by the time I got to have actually probably less than that. By the time I got to our first fast pass was for Kilimanjaro Safaris. Mm. So by the time I got to Haram Bay Village, that's it. I was I was hooked. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I didn't I didn't let it I didn't let it. Uh, they let them know for about uh, four or five days. Still, still pretty cool. But they did it on purpose. The second day, went, second day was Epcot, food and wine. Mm. And yep, that, that, that was difficult to control the excitement. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I did throw all four parks before I told them. Actually, I'm, I'm quite enjoying myself. That's awesome. Well, way to keep a poker face, Lee. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Booking every year since then. So That's when awesome. when was that first trip? Uh, 2015. 2015. Okay. Yeah. So we did a, did a few trips in between, and then we kind of kind of threw in Disneyland Paris. It's ten doorsteps, but three and a half hour drive for us. So I feel like trip. that's. I'm really interested in Disneyland Paris. I've never been there. It's it's a place that I would like to visit, um, but I feel like that's going to have to be a return visit for you, Lee. We're going to talk all about Disneyland Paris at some point. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, so that was so my last trip was uh, Thanksgiving 2018. Okay. Uh, we we did uh, did did everything. So every every morning was planned mm-hmm. to a tea, every rope drop, everything, <laughs> fast passes, did all the tears, everything. Every afternoons we chilled, we resort hopped, we park hopped, shopping. I braved. I did. I braved Black Friday. Oh wow! Ah, mm. well. I'm, 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 on my own, so I sent off my, my other half. She went off to uh, the Magic House at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I was out at, f- at four a.m. queuing to get into uh, into the the malls. Yeah, sounds I did, awesome. <laughs> I did Mall Mania, Florida Mall, and both uh, outlets. Wow! Did you see uh, anyone uh, get into a fight? <laughs> oh, it was crazy. I it was uh, it. P- people were just grabbing piles of clothes in the, standing in the corner, sorting through them. Yep, you get one shirt. Mm-hmm. So, so Twenty shirts on the floor. It was, <laughs> I managed to survive. Got everything. I, got, I, ha, I had my list. Got everything I, I needed, and I was back for a ten o'clock reservation at Be Our Guest. Very good, man. That's a good Black Friday. Yeah, it was. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Talk about your Disney right. origin. Disney origin story. I uh, guess uh, when I was a kid, went for the first time in sixth grade, and we did the uh, we kind of. I did three trips as a child, and uh, we kind of did it three different ways. The first time was a uh, Kissimmee motel where we drove into the parks uh, every day, uh, and that was with a big group of about 20 of uh, family uh, that we all went together. And then the second time we went was a few years later, and we stayed in a condo. But the trip that I really got hooked on was my last year of high school. My grandmother uh, took uh, me and a cousin down with my parents, and uh, we went on a four-day carnival cruise. And then I think we had three or four days at the park. But uh, so I was around 17, my cousin was 15, and my dad basically just gave us the room key with the credit card on it and said, "You guys go have a good time." And uh, <laughs> the two of us, teenage kids, we just got uh, hit the park. So we didn't do anything crazy, but we just, you know, rode the rides and went from park to park. And we were staying on site, so we had the internal bus system and uh, uh, just fell in love with it. There, we just had such a good time that uh, we closed down the park most or the I think, two nights that we were there, mm-hmm. and. Uh, couple things I remember specifically about it was uh, uh, there was no crowds. It was uh, the late 90s, I guess. And uh, the crowds were just basically non-existent. It would have been probably May or June. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just we kept getting on Tower Terror just over and over and over again. We'd get off, off, out of the line and, or off the ride and into the line and out of the ride and into the line. Yeah. It was just uh, it was an amazing experience. And uh, then I took a really big break. You know, went off university and uh, didn't really think of traveling much uh, after that point. Uh, and then I met my wife and we got married. Well, met my, who became my wife. We got married and, uh, we honeymooned at, uh, uh, Disney world and awesome. a week down, uh, at French quarter and, uh, just those two trips, uh, and just, uh, the freedom. And it was, that was in 2008, right after, uh, or 2009, right after the financial crisis. And again, the crowds were just non-existent yeah. and just being able to explore the park, um, with no wait. And we ate at so many fine restaurants and nice restaurants at the parks and, it was just uh, unbelievable. So those two things uh, got me hooked. And uh, it was a long time after we uh, got married that uh, we got to take the kids back. But uh, now we want to go kind of at least once a year for the foreseeable future. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Well, yeah. So let me ask you this. You talked about fine dining. What's your favorite dining experience you've had at Disney? Uh, that's easy. California Grill. On our last trip, we uh, were able to get... Uh, uh, table that looked right out over Space Mountain, Cinderella Castle, uh, right for the fireworks, and uh, uh, there's nothing, absolutely nothing like it. It's just awesome. uh, amazing. And food's great. We've been there three times, and the food is just—it's uh, been fantastic every single time. But we love uh, California Grill. That sounds great. Very good. All right, great answers. Rob, bring us home. What's your Disney origin story? Uh, my first trip, and it, and it was the day after Christmas. My grandmother brought my cousin and I down. It was for a one day trip. Um, this was in 1977 and someplace in this mess, I still have the ticket booklet. The only ticket we used for that whole trip was an e-ticket and it was on space mountain. Oh, so, you know, that's, that's my first memory. That's my first trip. And I can remember the crowds were, I mean, it was, it it was pretty bad, but uh, it's nothing like it is today. Mm -hmm. Um, it would be like, you know, it, it wasn't that bad. We'll just say it that. Uh, but I don't know that I was hooked then. I mean, you know, 
I was interested. We watched Walt Disney, Wonderful World of Disney every Sunday night. And then um, started traveling with my uh, family. And we came down a couple times. Once was right after Epcot opened. And then uh, and we came down right after I graduated in high school, from high school, like two years later. There was a long pause before I made it back down. Uh, say it was 2005. I brought my kids down. My, my wife and uh, kids came down. And it was a three-day trip. And it, was, it wasn't too bad. But I still wasn't, I still didn't have that hook. I still didn't feel like this is something I want to do. I want to do. Not that I didn't love Disney because, I mean, I grew up with it. Mm -hmm. I grew up with Disney. And then I met my current wife and I said, let's go to, let's, let's take the kids to Disney. So we packed everybody up. It was just on a whim. We got down here and uh, it was it was an amazing experience. It was an amazing experience. You just, as soon as we walked in, you just, I started feel, had this feeling of this is where, this is where we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just, I think part of it is about who you, who you travel with, yeah. who you are, who you travel with. And I found the right person and we have made, before we moved down here, we made, I don't know, eight or 10 trips in the last four years mm. it's we bought annual passes two years ago because we i said we're spending too much money we're spending too much money buying individual tickets let's just buy the passes and it was from that moment on i mean we hit the gas that's awesome and and it just this is this is truly our happy place yep yeah i think we can relate to that and mm -hmm. i think a common thread amongst all of us is like what keeps drawing us back are so many of the memories that we've made with people that we love in the parks. And, you know, when you go yeah. back, you want to make more memories, but you're also there kind of reliving all those memories you've made. So yep. that's part of the Disney magic <laughs> for sure. Okay. I'm going to jump, jump ahead. And here's what I want to do on this one. I would like to hear your favorite park, your favorite attraction and your favorite resort. We'll do all three. And we'll go reverse order this time. So, so Rob, you can kick this one off. Sure. My favorite park, without a doubt, is Magic Kingdom. Um, there's just so much nostalgia. And like I said, the magic that just wraps you up the moment that you walk in. Yeah. I mean, it's like just this wave of pixie dust that when, you walk, when you walk underneath the train station. Absolutely. Um, you know, and <sighs> the simple reason is because this is – you know, Walt's focus was on this part. This is, you know, this this was what he was after. You know, and he had his hand in so many of the attractions that are here. Um, it just, it's, it's a wonderful place to be. Um, there are so many smells. There are so many sights in all of the lands. Um, going back to what you were talking about, the, the nooks, the special puck. The pockets. The pockets, yeah. Mm -hmm. The pockets. There are so many pockets. Um, my favorite attraction is the Haunted Mansion. I mean, Pirates is a close second, but it's the Haunted Mansion. And again, that that attraction does to me what just individually, just that one attraction does to me what the entire park can do. And it just draws me in. And I think part of it is just the ghost host. Yeah. When you start, when you walk in, you know, you got Paul Freeze narrating, oh. you know, and he's talking to you. He's talking directly to you. It's not like, you know, you've got somebody like on Jungle Cruise where they're talking to the whole boat. Paul's, I mean, the ghost host is talking to you. So it, it makes it feel personal. And that's, that. that's one thing I really look forward to. You know, even the queue and right now the non-existent pre-show, you know, it just draws you into that story deeper and deeper. You know, you have the the dim lighting, the wood panels. Uh, there's so much. Just and this is all before you get to your doom buggy. Um, Rich then, Disney the, storytelling for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the the theming of it is timeless. Just a wonderful, 
amazing attraction. And it's put together so well. Mm-hmm. And then what's your favorite resort? My favorite resort is Pop Century. Yeah. We've stayed at the Poly. We've stayed at the Polynesian. And no, sorry, not the Polynesian. We stayed at the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. But Pop Century is by far my favorite. Uh, it just, the, again, I like the immersiveness of everything, you know, the theming. And we have a good time there. My daughter, she loves all the pools. And she has three pools to choose mm-hmm. from. Uh, and it just, they have their own buses, you know, strictly for Pop Century. So you don't have, you don't have four or five different stops at other resorts. Uh, but yeah, Pop Century, we, we've stayed there several times. You know, I was hesitant before we stayed at Pop Century. I was hesitant to stay there because I felt like, I guess I was worried that it was going to feel cheap and it wouldn't feel Disney to me. And I was wrong. I loved it yeah, when it we stayed fun. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a value resort, but you get your value from that resort yeah, for sure. I like it. So, and I like not spending a ton of money <laughs> so I can go buy stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you get to allocate your money to fun, fun things like food and souvenirs. And alcohol yeah and drinks of course tipsy ducks um all right jeff it is your turn favorite park favorite attraction favorite resort okay uh much like rob my favorite park is the magic kingdom um for very similar reasons it's just uh it's a beautiful park from the moment you walk under that uh, tunnel you walk out you see the castle like uh i just can't imagine anything better i don't get the same feeling as any of the other parks i love all the other parks don't get me wrong but uh, I don't know, the Magic Kingdom just uh, is it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's just a lot to do there. That uh, you know, there's thrill rides, there's shows, there's uh, uh, you know, not little kid rides, but uh, more relaxing rides. Uh, so yeah, I just uh, I love the Magic Kingdom. Uh, now my favorite attraction isn't at the Magic Kingdom. It's actually at uh, Hollywood Studios. I love uh, Tower of Terror. As I was uh, <laughs> speaking about before, I just it's uh, it's amazing. Uh, uh, you just no ride like it, obviously, but uh, that's uh, that's it for me. I'll be real quick with my uh, answer here. So I guess my favorite resort, I've only stayed at two. I've stayed at uh, Caribbean Beach uh, in the late 90s and uh, French Quarter, but uh, of those two, French Quarter is by far my favorite. It's uh, French Quarter at night, walking around, uh, especially uh, on your honeymoon or even uh, even last year with my kids. It's just it's so quiet there. And, uh, you know, you get the clip-clop of the horse coming along and uh, uh, the gas-looking lamp. Yeah. And, uh, it's just perfectly themed and everything's just, it's, it's beautiful. I love the French Quarter. And beignets. Uh, yeah. And beignets, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've, we've had a few beignets over the years. So, uh, we've been at, we've stayed at French Quarter uh, three times now. So, uh, it's, uh, it's great. Yeah. And I desperately want to say that either uh, Beach Club or the uh, Polynesian, though. So uh, those are those are on the to-do list, but uh, maybe next time. I've been to the beach club now. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> family. Ha ha. And it was awesome. <laughs> stay humble, okay? I'm not gonna. I got to stay there for free because I got friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's... I mean, Polly's on my list, too. But I'll tell you, like, I want to stay French Quarter sometime. Yeah. And too. I want to stay Caribbean Beach. We haven't yes. done either one yeah. of those. Yeah. I, I think... Caribbean Beach jumped up and appealed to me because of the Skyliner now. And the Skyliner coffee drink. (laughs) The Skyliner coffee drink that you love so much from Joffrey's. The only thing that can... Oops, sorry. No, go go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, the only thing that concerns me about Caribbean Beach, and they actually bumped up to their trip gone ahead in October, uh, is just that because all the things we love about French Quarter and the size and everything, we were really nervous about staying at Caribbean Beach just because of the huge resort yeah but, uh, we were willing to give it a try <laughs> again because it's been 20 years it is large like i think it's probably worth it to pay for like a preferred room at caribbean beach so you don't you like you're not at the far ends of the resort on that one because it's huge yeah i think they have an internal shuttle but i mean who wants to deal with that i don't no. want to get on a shuttle yeah all right lee what do you think uh well i've just been t- i've just been sold on magic kingdom here it's uh <laughs> listening to, to rob and jeff it's uh just changed my mind completely but <laughs> no, it's uh my favorite park for me is uh, is animal kingdom yes it, yeah same here it was my first park i love the animals it's uh i'm a 
annual pass holder to a, to a number of zoos here in the UK. I love the animals, uh, the different cultures, the way that you can walk in between, and just, and just around the corner you're going from Asia, you're in Africa. It's and it's pretty spot on from my my experiences. It's uh, it's fantastic. Nice. And everything about it, the, the the things that you things that you don't see as well. It's uh, the rusty paint cans they've they've put up the little Buzz Lightyear toy they've got hanging from a <laughs> from a stall. It's and I'm not sure if that will change as I'm looking at my screen server just popped over to uh, the Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, for <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, being a, being a huge Star Wars fan, uh, I'm not sure if uh, if that will change to Hollywood Studios. But I'm thinking that Batu, even even with Smuggler's Run and Rise and all the immersive, I still don't think it's going to be enough to sway me from uh, from Animal Kingdom. Well, okay, fair. Yeah, and then Ride currently, uh, it's toss up between Flight of Passage and the Safari. Yeah, both great. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are strong. And getting and getting so jealous of. These five-minute words, these ten-minute words. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, I've, I've been lucky. It's uh, I've been in it eight times, I think, and all eight times fast pass. So yeah, nice. Yeah, that was actually until until recently when we've gone. Like when we went to the pass holder preview uh, after they started opening the parks back up, we got to go to standby fight a passage. But we had done it once before at the DVC Moonlight Magic event. But aside from that, we've been pretty lucky about fast passes too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's because you don't want to. As good as flight of passage is, do you really want to wait like an hour or thirty or two hours? Like I just don't. Nope. No, I don't think well, so. Well, this well, year have plans. So we're meant to be meant to be going in April and September, and then we may or may not know about November until yeah. we get on the plane that doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> uh, I booked in some. Uh, my uh, other house parents are coming, and they went to the spirit Disney. How I planet <laughs> uh, so, so I booked them uh, they'd never seen the, the night show which has now been cancelled anyway oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, so I booked them a fast pass for Rivers of Light and I was going to go queue at a five passage <laughs> uh, just to get the experience because the, 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 uh, the fast pass queue yeah is uh, the, the way the, the way they've themed it to you're taking a shortcut through the ut- ut- utility cor- corridor yeah. type of thing yeah. it looks it's uh you get, you get you get glimpses, don't you, of the uh, of, of the lab and the rooms? But mm-hmm. I thought you'd experience that. Yeah, it's pretty cool in the little queue area where yeah. the lab Walking is. Walking through the lab is mm-hmm. very cool. I mm-hmm. like the banshee area. The banshee yeah, area is cool. Seen a few vlogs of that now, which have made me a little bit uh, bit jealous. But then I think two hours, five minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I'm gonna make a connection, actually. Um, in the standby queue of Flight of Passage, bef- right before you get in the lab, the room before you get in the lab reminds me a lot of the ETQ because it feels like they tried to make it feel very like you're in a forest kind of thing, but you still have the lighting and stuff that makes it feel like a set. So to me, it feels reminiscent of the ETQ. Ugh, don't ruin it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Steffers would appreciate that. So. That is my universal go-to ride as well, so that's... Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's Deffers goes wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite resort, Lee? Uh, uh, Port Orleans Riverside. Okay, Riverside. So, for all the things that, uh, that Jeff said about, about uh, French Quarter, it's, it, it continues through the whole of uh, Port Orleans uh, of the resort. And just the way it's, uh, the way it's laid out, it's very... It's serene. It's it's just a, a a beautiful place to look at. You you wouldn't you wouldn't think at all you're in a Disney park, mm. and then every, but we turn every corner and you see a nod to Disney. Yeah, the the gardens at Pauline's are named after the princesses. The uh, then you see some of the characters from uh, Princess of the Frog around French Quarter, but done t- but done so tastefully and so the you wouldn't they're, they're not in your face. It's just yeah. And the boat station brings helps. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Boat transport is always a go-to for me. So that would be pretty cool. Um, awesome. Very good. All right, Steffers, you have to say nice things about Disney now. So let's hear it. 
how nice things to say all <laughs> I the know. time. I know. <laughs> um, everyone really made me like toss and turn with my thoughts here. Um, my favorite park has to be Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like I have the most memories there and because I got engaged from Happily Ever After. Oh. So like I just have to like that park the most. Um, not really, but it's an awesome park. <laughs> My favorite ride though will probably have to be at Epcot. I really like Test Track okay. with a close second of Figment. Oh, wow. Mm, High okay. praise for Figment. Well, the way that people hate It's a Small World, mm-hmm. it's like Figment is just... Like, it's my replacement for It's a Small World. Okay. It's just a catchy tune, mm-hmm. and who doesn't love a purple, beautiful figment? Agreed. <laughs> and I've never stayed on site or seen any of the resorts. Do you have one you would like to stay at? We're staying at the Contemporary oh. in December, Ooh. because that was Jackson's request, which is fine. I love the monorail going through there, so I was like, I want to stay here one day. Yeah. But I personally want to stay at Riviera. That's okay. like my... When we visited if I could. Riviera, yeah. that was, I was like, whoa. Riviera is very pretty. It's beautiful. Yeah. It feels yeah. So, so similar to what, um, similar to what Lee was saying uh, about the uh, Port Orleans, uh, the way it's subtle Disney references. It's, it's subtle at Riviera. It's, it's pretty subtle. But they have some really nice touches, I think. Uh, very reminiscent of, um, you know, Walt's trips to the Riviera and things. And there's a lot of pictures of Walt himself and the family and different things. It's Being up at the top was terrifying for me, though. At Topolino. Yeah, that was cool, though. <laughs> it's a beautiful view. Yeah. I got a good picture from up there. So, okay. We'll count it. And I'm jealous because I want to stay at the Contemporary again. I have stayed there before. Ooh, I want to stay there. La dee da. I'll send you pictures. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will appreciate that. Okay, now it's time to raise the stakes. I gave you all a heads up. We were going to play some Disney trivia, and I think it's time for Disney trivia. And hosting the trivia game is going to be... Me. The only professional personality that ever gets paid to be on the radio in this group, and that is, of course, (laughs) Landon the Dawes Doan. So, Landon, it is time for you to take over the trivia game. Geez, a little heads up would have been nice, so I guess I'm just going to have to make up all these questions off the top of my head and use my brilliant Disney brain to quiz our fine panel right here. Uh, people will buzz in by saying their favorite favorite Disney character. Thank you for saying I get paid for this, and I totally just flub my intro. I know it's cheesy, but it is fun. A uh, correct answer We'll get you a point. So I guess we need to establish who your favorite Disney character is before we get this started. Uh, we will go, uh, Steffers, who is your favorite Disney character? Mulan. Mulan. All righty. Uh, Lee, who is your favorite Disney character? Stitch. Stitch. All right. We got a Mulan. We got a Stitch. Jeff, what do we have for you? Can I use a Muppet? Is that considered a Disney character now? Yes, yeah. it absolutely yeah. is. All right. We'll go with uh, Gonzo then. All right, so we got a Mulan, a Stitch, a Gonzo, and finally, Theme Park Rob. What's your favorite Disney character? We're going to give it the goof right there. Ooh, I like that. So we got a Mulan, a Stitch, a Gonzo, and a goof. I'm totally going to goof this up. Uh, Monorail family, well, are, are, are you going to participate in this? No. I'll ask, do, do the kids want to play? I know all the answers, so I'm not. And the what only are you talking about? I know I'm all making the all these questions up uh, off the top oh, of my head. well, sorry. Sorry to break the fourth wall here, but uh, I may have participated in pulling that together. So, did you look at the? Yes. Do you? Oh, okay. So you, you said can't play that either. I wasn't participating. All right. So you it's just it's going to be out. it's going to be our fine panelists. I'm going to keep score. So, Landon, you don't have to do that. But oh, we're yeah, we're just going to enjoy the game here. I'll just put my input in every once in a while. So. That's fine. But oh, don't so we have that to look forward. Don't to. shout out. Answers. I'm going to talk over people. <laughs> Fantastic. That's what everybody loves on podcasts, when everybody talks over each other. So once again, Steffers is Mulan, Lee is Stitch, Jeff is Gonzo, and Theme Park Rob is Goofy. So uh, let's kick it off. It is uh, Disney trivia time. Wah, wah, wah. Yay, and the crowd goes mild. All right, question number one. In what month and year did Florida's Magic Kingdom open to the public? Mulan. Mulan. All right, we got Steffers on the board. Steffers or Mulan. Okay, she's wearing it on her shirt, so she has half of the answer. Now, can you give us 
the month that it happened. Oh, that you did not say month. You said. Oh, I totally did. You did. I got nothing on that. I only know the year. You got well, twelve. You have a one, one out of twelve. 12 shot. So <laughs> one in twelve shot. Uh, goofy. Yeah, goofy. Go goofy. Okay, we're going to theme park, Rob. Rob, what is up, and when did it happen? Uh, October 1971. We have a correct answer. It was October 1st, 1971, when the most magical place on Earth opened to the public. Theme park, Rob, is on the board, leading one to nothing. Steffers, she definitely tried. you got to give her that. But unfortunately, we're not giving her points for that. Question. <laughs> oh, I would give her half the points. No, nope, no, nope, we only work them. on whole and none. This is an <laughs> all or none type situation. Well, maybe since this was the Monday morning monorail, that we could make it up as we go along. We don't um, do that. I'm pretty strict on rules judges? around here. Yeah. <laughs> We've oh, never okay. done that. We- My panel of judges is saying no. I appreciate uh, your, uh, I guess, good naturedness. But remember, Theme Park Rob, we're playing for keeps, and you shouldn't be helping out your competition. So uh, we're going to deduct five points from Wait. Okay, I'm being told I have to give you back those five points. So you still lead one to nothing. Question number two. How much was an adult admission ticket on Disney World's opening day? Once again, how much was an adult admission on Disney World's opening day. Mulan. All right, we're going back to Steffers. Steffers, is that also on your T-shirt? <laughs> no, it's not. Was okay. it three fifty? That is correct. $3.50. By God, wow. Steffers is on the board. She's participated in both questions, and she's got one of them right, batting 500, <laughs> which will definitely get you into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, Jeff or Lee, please feel free to participate. <laughs> Question number three. Everyone take a guess, and the closest, without going over, will win here. We're using uh, Price is Right rules. How many square miles does Disney World comprise? I know it's the size of Manhattan. <laughs> okay, that is, in fact, not a uh, not a, a, a marker or unit <laughs> a that we're using, but I appreciate the input, Lee. Let's get some numbers. Let's go around the horn. What did you say, Jeff? 234. 234? Five. No. Okay. Lee, what's your guess? 192. Rob? Uh, 175. You guys are guessing really low. Steffers? <laughs> I'm going to say three even. Three, like 300. 300. 300. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant three square miles. I mean, that would be impressive. Um, so nobody decided to use the $1 technique on this one, which... <laughs> which I would have done. Go up one. All right. That's smart. Where are the I have, results? I have forty-four in my head. Are you you want to you want to switch up? We have. I'm not switching up now. It's uh, just popped in my head forty-four from something, but. Uh, okay. All right. We're gonna say final answer. So, Landon, the game master, what do you right. say? The Walt Disney World Resort encompasses roughly fifty square miles. Walt Disney originally <laughs> purchased the land over. for a year. <laughs> Five million. Yeah, I love the fact that y'all were uh, shooting for the moon, but maybe you should have kept it a little bit. <laughs> I would have won. Two hundred miles. <laughs> you said. Five. I mean, y'all got in the ballpark. If the ballpark is really, 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 really big, so uh, does anybody win there? No, nobody no. wins. <laughs> Everyone yeah. busted. We're all we're all losers for that situation. Fantastic question number four. Once again, I want to remind you of our scoreboard. We have Steffers with one, Theme Park Rob with one, Jeff and Lee are just happy to be here so far. Question <laughs> number four: What is the smallest theme park at Disney? Gonzo. All right, we got a Gonzo. Uh, I'm going to go with Hollywood Studios. Mm, okay. Uh, Ooh, sorry, that is incorrect. Are we going to leave this open to the rest of the panel? Stitch. Yeah, sure. We can. All steal. right, we're going Stitch. Stitch. As I point to my camera, what do you think and why? Magic Kingdom. Survey says with 107 acres, it is the Magic Kingdom. The Magic Kingdom is the smallest park there. Wow, still feels big. <laughs> it's the firstest big. and the smallest. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if there's a correlation there. Probably not, but you have to wonder. Question number five. Which is the largest theme park at Disney World? Mulan. All right. Oh, up, oh, up. Oh. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it first. was Mulan, yeah. All right, Steffers. Is it Animal Kingdom? Hmm. Is it Animal Kingdom? Hmm. I'm sweating here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're building suspense. Uh, spread out over a whopping 500... 500- 
180 acres. Animal Kingdom is easily Disney World's largest theme park. So we have a new leader. It's Steffers with two. Theme Park Rob with one. Lee with one as well. And Jeff. Come on, buddy. We're, <laughs> we're all pulling for you. And by the way, something I just found out recently is that Animal Kingdom's layout is actually in the shape of Africa. Oh, I thought you were going to say like a lion or something. I did not realize that, but I guess you could verify this by looking at Google Maps. But I did. I read it on a website, so it has to be true. All right, Jay, I'm going to give you half a point for that fun fact. <laughs> I thought we weren't Question doing halves. Number six. Which messy snack item does Disney not sell anywhere inside the park? Gonzo. I hear a Gonzo. Gonzo, what's up, would baby? That, would that be bubblegum? That is correct. It's not only bubblegum, it is just straight up gum in general. And fun fact, you cannot find that at the Orlando International Airport either. So everybody is on the board right now. Steffers in the lead with two, then Theme Park Rob, Jeff, and Lee, each tied for second with one point apiece. Mm, Things are heating up, ladies and gentlemen. Question number seven. What is the fastest ride at Disney World? Stitch. Stitch. I hear a stitch. Give it to me, baby. Test truck. Oh, that is correct. Going 65 miles an hour. That is test track found in Epcot, baby. Found in Epcot. So once again, Steffers with two, Lee with two, Theme Park Rob with one. Yep. (laughs) And then Jeff with one, two. I'm one as well, not one, two. Well, that's just confusing. I apologize. Question number eight. What is the most popular food at the Disney parks? Gonzo. I hear a Gonzo. Gonzo, give it to me. I'm going to go with popcorn. Ooh, you would think that, but no. Mulan. All right, we're going Mulan. What's up? Dole Whip. Oh, wow. Look at that. It is an iconic treat, but it is not the answer we are looking for. Does anybody else want to take a stab at this? Stitch. We hear a stitch. Stitch, give it to us. Pencil. Ooh, nope. Unfortunately not, though that is Garrett Monorail's favorite treat. It is not, mm-hmm. indeed, the answer we're looking for. So, uh, Goofy, want to lay one on me? Sure. How about a uh, Mickey bar? Holy ding, crap! Ding, ding, Mickey-shaped ding. premium ice cream bars, according to Eater, the chocolate-covered frozen treat is the number one food item sold across Disney locations worldwide. Guests devour three million of them annually at Walt Disney World alone. That's a lot of ice cream, and I really hope you brush your teeth afterwards, especially (laughs) after eating three million of them. (laughs) Question number nine. Which land in the Magic Kingdom has no bathrooms? Goofy. Goofy. I hear a Goofy. Goofy, what are you thinking? Uh, Frontier. Ooh, incorrect. That is is definitely a fun area, but it does indeed have lavatories. Uh, Would any... Oh, I hear a Gonzo. Liberty Square. That is correct. Liberty Square is where you cannot do your business. So, oh yeah, yeah. Look, it's because elsewhere. it's running down the middle of the street. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh huh. That's a fun, gross Disney fact. And another fun fact is that the reason there are no bathrooms in Liberty Square is um, it was an Imagineering choice. They were trying to be true to the time period, so ah. no indoor bathrooms. Let's find a bucket. I guess they figured there was enough uh, number two in the Hall of Presidents. Am I oh, right, yeah. ladies and gentlemen? Get them. Yeah. Get them. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> I'm taking them down. I hey, just want uh, to, I would like to say, yes, it is all tied up. Two, really? Two, two. I was about to throw to you for a scoreboard update, but you're saying it is two, 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 two. All right. I like that. Oh, yeah, because we because 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 we didn't get an answer. All right. right. Question number 10. What is the oldest attraction in Magic Kingdom? And I'll even give you a hint. It may not have started in Walt Disney World. Goofy. Edge. Oh, oh. Stitch, you were quick, but not as quick as Goofy. Goofy, what's up, baby? The Carousel of Progress. Ooh, ooh, missed it by that much. Think we go to Stitch? Uh, the Carousel. Prince Charming Carousel. Prince Charming's mm-hmm. Regal Carousel, formerly named Cinderella's Golden Carousel. It was originally built for the Detroit Bell Island Park in 1917. If there, no, wait, no, that's that. That's my fun notes. Never mind. Yeah, um, that was a note for the for the game master. But go yeah, ahead. and I like neither of those. By the way, <laughs> Sam likes no carousels. None. 
All right, Sam Monorail getting five points taken off of her score for that comment. <laughs> no, the, the note that I left for you there, Landon, was that if anybody decided to throw out the Walt Disney World Railroad as the oldest attraction, I think we could have given credit because there is some debate. Those steam engines were acquired from a rail yard in Mexico, and their origination date is anywhere between 1916 and 1928. Wow. Yeah. That's old. Well, that is, that, that's a fun caveat. Unfortunately, nobody threw that answer out. So thank you for wasting all of our time, scoreboard Justin. <laughs> Question number 11. Which of these attractions has been in operation since Magic Kingdom's first day? Once again, which of these attractions has been in operation since Magic Kingdom's first day? Space Mountain, It's a Small World, Big Thunder Mountain, or Pirates of the Caribbean slash Caribbean? Stitch. Stitch, we have a stitch. What's up, baby? It's a small world. That is correct. What we like to call one of them day one attractions. Some day one-ish if you're a fan of the Usos in the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke for like three people, but I'm one of those three people, so it's going over. Question number 12. What's the largest pavilion in Epcot? And don't just Gonzo. think World Showcase, by the way. Gonzo. Gonzo, Gonzo, what's up, baby? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go with the uh, uh, America because I think they would want to make theirs the biggest. Ah, <laughs> uh, you would think that because us Americans, we do like to go big, but unfortunately, that is not the answer we're looking for here. Stitch. Stitch? I think it's, is it the land? It indeed is the land covering six acres. The land pavilion is the largest in Epcot, and it's comprised of greenhouses and labs for research of various agricultural techniques. Mm. We got two more questions. Jay, please give us an update on where our contestants lie. The scoreboard is currently Steffers with two, Jeff with two, Rob with two, and Lee has pulled into a commanding and insurmountable lead at this point with five. Yeah, I don't don't think they can beat him But we might as well keep playing. (laughs) We got to break this log jam in the second place position. We absolutely do. And since I am a corrupt game master, who knows what's going to happen for these last two questions. (laughs) I could just decide that each of these questions is now worth a thousand points apiece. (laughs) I'm not going to do that, but I could. Anyway, question number 13. Which World Showcase Pavilion is the only country to be sponsored and aided by a government? Goofy. Yeah, we hear Goofy. Goofy, what's up? Uh, Norway. Ooh, ooh, sorry. Though the Crown Prince was involved at one point, it is indeed not Norway. Stitch. Stitch. Japan. Ah, no. Unfortunately, it is not Japan. Uh, I'm a big fan of that uh, showcase and pavilion, but not what we're looking for. Gonzo. Gonzo? I know it's probably not, but it seems like something we would do. Canada? (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Once again, sorry is not Canada. Hey, hey, I understand. I understand. N- national pride. Uh, Mulan, would you like to take a stab at this with your sword? Uh, uh, I have a one in a million chance. Um, UK pavilion. Ah, uh, no. Unfortunately, no. The correct answer. Malacca. Yes, indeed, there it is, is the Morocco Pavilion. You don't get any points, but it is sponsored by the government of Morocco. The King of Morocco even sent a Moroccan artist to help carve the pavilion's mosaics. So there you go. And we're going to keep it in the Epcot theme park for our final question. Everybody's playing for second because we already have our winner. But what does Epcot stand for? Gonzo. Gonzo. Oh, it's the experimental... Experimental Prototypical yeah, Community of Tomorrow. Is that your final answer? Yes. Well, indeed, that is exactly what it stands for, so congratulations. I was trying to do a little Jedi mind trickery on you, but you saw right through my ruse. Good job, but unfortunately, it doesn't put you in first place because... Jay, who is our grand prize winner? Our grand prize winner is Lee from the UK. Lee, thanks for staying up late and dominating the game. And for your (laughs) efforts, you win nothing. Your life will be spared. (laughs) Congratulations. You've been great. I've been Landon. Uh, Be sure and uh, stay tuned. Jimmy Kimmel Live is up next. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Thank you, Game Master. Very, very good. Well, this has been a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for donating again to the Broadway Cares Virtual 5K team. We're going to go around and see if you guys have anything that you want to plug or any last words on the way out. 
And let us start with the guy who's probably trying to get to bed at this point. Lee, you were the champion. Tell us if, if you want people to find you, tell them where they can, or if you have anything to plug, go ahead. Uh, if people want to, they can, they can put, uh, my only content with some Disney on there is, uh, my Instagram, which is a uh, Disney Grump UK. Awesome. Which was uh, after my, which I, which I set up before I, uh, was dragged into the magic. But <laughs> 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 I thought I would stick with it. So Disney Graham UK? D- Disney Grump. Disney Grump. Grump. As in the, uh, one of the dwarfs. Disney Grump UK. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Go follow Disney Grump UK on the Instas. Lee, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure having you, sir. It's been great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all. Yeah, you won. Congrats, dude. By the way, we're not sending you a medal like you have very prominently displayed in the background. Maybe <laughs> next time. All right. Let's go to the second place runner-up of the Tournament of Champions here in the trivia. Jeff, what have you got for us? Uh, nothing to plug at all. Just uh, thanks very much for having me on the show. It was a lot of fun this week. And uh, thank you to uh, to the Monorail family and to Landon for uh, bringing us these shows every single week. Uh, I know it's a lot of work, and we just uh, love listening to them. So thanks for doing it. Ah, it's our pleasure. Our pleasure. Yeah, sir. thank you. I don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, we know, McKenna. We, I'm just we, here. we all listen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rob, what have you got? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ThemeParkRob. Uh, similar to Garrett taking his cue, you can find me at ThemeParkRob everywhere. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Always got to keep the branding consistent. We should have done that. What were we thinking? Mm-hmm. Your Twitter handle's an abomination. I know. it. The whole thing's an abomination. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. And Steffers. Now, if you want to talk, just say a little something about Universal. I would allow it. I mean, I love Universal. That's all I'll say because I don't want to clog up the Disney ears (laughs) with Universal stuff. But uh, no one can see. But Theme Park Rob is featuring a sticker from Frozen Reflections Design Co. on Etsy and on Instagram. Nice. So check us out. Free shipping on all stickers. It's awesome. That is awesome. Anything special coming up? Um, we are in the works. Uh, we might already be thinking about Christmas and holiday stuff, but stay tuned for that. You got to do it. You got to be thinking ahead. I mean, basically, really it's do. the holiday season already. Yep. I'm looking at McKenna because that makes her mad when I say stuff like that. Yeah, tis the season. <laughs> <laughs> on on Disney's clock, you know, halfway through October, we're probably in. <laughs> no, it's Halloween Join- time. On Disney's clock, uh, Halloween starts sometime in, like, July. Oh, yeah. Halloween starts January. <laughs> no, for you. Yes. For you. Yeah. For- ha- Halloween's year-round for you. Oh, yeah. I live in Halloween. <laughs> yeah. It it would be year-round here as well. Halloween's it was- it's the best holiday. It is. Yeah. This is where you start playing, this is Halloween, this is Halloween. You're the one that edits this. This is the part where you I'll, I'll edit it in. Put it in. Rob is dressed up. I know. That's what made me As think Jack of it. Jack Skellington. That's a cool t-shirt. He is yeah. the pumpkin king. That's the best tuxedo t-shirt I think I've ever seen. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. It's awesome. Yeah, it is very good. All right. Well, thank you all again so much for joining us. This has been a lot of fun. You all are fantastic people, and we feel very grateful for your friendship and um, for your time this evening. So take care, and we'll talk to you all again very soon. Now, Landon, are you ready for your plugs? Oh, yeah. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me. Landon Doan, I'm the best. Landon Doan, not the rest. By the way, I love the fact that all of the heads are bobbing along with me. (laughs) So it's it's the first time I'm able to see everybody do it. And yeah, I do it all the time. So apparently you do it all the time. Fantastic. Totally made my day. That's where you can find me 280 characters at a time on Twitter. Uh, I also run run a website, buttmuchchips.com, buttmuchchips. Sit on your butt, your butt and, and munch. munch. <laughs> yes, we need to have a we we need to have a full audience all the time. This is fantastic. That's you can find a really outdated podcast of me, mostly in uh, college radio. I interviewed the cast of Futurama, Venture Brothers, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, uh, some really really outdated wrestling podcasts. But if you want to hear some new wrestling podcasts, be sure to search for Near Fall Radio available in the iTunes Store. Search Near fall radio subscribe and leave us a review remember five stars or gtfo and uh what else um <laughs> did the twitter mm-hmm. did the podcast mm-hmm. 
did the web? Oh, yeah, and I'm also on the Phil Show on News Talk 98.7 WOKI, radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, Eastern Standard Time, uh, available in the iHeartRadio app, in the News Talk 987 app as well. And hopefully, sooner rather than later, I will know whether or not we can release Justin Monorail's appearance on the Phil Show or if I'm going to have to be hacked <laughs> so keep keep an eye out here on this very fine podcast feed well as we close out here i've just got a little something for lewis <laughs> yeah bringing it back this may just be the outro music from now on because here we go it's pretty fun to talk over to be honest <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We're Monday Morning Monorail everywhere else. You can join the Monday Morning Monorail family group over on Facebook and talk to us all week long. We got a lot of great stuff coming up on the show. And I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited that you listen. I hope you had a good time today. And we got a lot of good stuff coming, so stay with us. Did did he have something to say? You got something to add? I thought we already did that. Sorry. Skelligummy everywhere. (laughs) Just enjoy the hamster dance. And I hope you have a magical week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Is this really going to be a thing? not to talk over the outro fade out oh come on by the way ladies and gentlemen thank you for riding with us today we hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week until then we want to hear from you send us questions comments and suggestions on twitter at morning monorail our email address is monday morning monorail at gmail.com you can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all.